I never ask anyone where they go to church. I have this understanding from God that there is only one Lord, one faith, one baptism. I know the doctrine of Christ is in the New Testament Bible. Fortunately, at one point in time, I was in a Bible class and our teacher said, never inquire into other religions. You don't need to know other religions and what they do. All you need to know is the Bible. And he likened it unto U.S. Treasury agents. He said they don't study the false bills. They study the real $100 bills. And if you know the real, you'll recognize the false. And that's the way it is also in religion. Plus, we have the Holy Spirit in us to teach us all things and to guide us into all truth. If we hear someone say something and we are disturbed at that which that person has said, we can turn to God in prayer. And when the Holy Spirit reminds us of something, we can turn to that in the Bible. Or if it is a subject from the Bible the person speaks, we can also pray and ask God to give us wisdom. And often we go back and look at the doctrine, and we look at all the doctrine. If the subject is divorce and remarriage, look that up in your concordance on your Bible and look at all of the scripture on that subject. Comparing scripture with scripture through prayer, and by following the Holy Spirit. And you'll know the truth. I just read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation and then usually just start again at Genesis. Or I might just read the New Testament and over and over and over. And then go back at some point and read the Old Testament again. There's a great deal to learn from the Old Testament also. But I never ask anyone, where do you go to church? When they say, I'm a Baptist, or I'm a Methodist, or I'm Church of Christ, or I'm non-denominational, they bring division to the body of Christ. There is really only one Lord, one faith, one doctrine. Ephesians chapter 4, start at verse 4. There is one body and one spirit, even as ye are called in one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. There is one doctrine of Christ, and it is printed for us in the New Testament Bible. A divorced woman 
told Pam Paget that she was a Messianic Jew, believing in Jesus. Then she went on to say that she had a new boyfriend, and she was really excited about the new boyfriend. Pam explained to her that as a divorced woman, if she should remarry, she would commit adultery according to the Bible. This Jewish woman said, Oh, we have our own doctrine at our church. When I heard this story, I shouted out, There is only one doctrine. And that is the New Testament Bible. So if you are a divorced woman and you have a new boyfriend, you better consider the scriptures in the New Testament Bible if you want to do the will of God and please God. 1 Corinthians 7 verses 10 and 11. Paul said unto the married, I command... Yet not I, but the Lord. Let not the wife depart from her husband, but and if she depart, let her remain unmarried or be reconciled to her husband, and let not the husband put away his wife. In verse 39 of 1 Corinthians 7, the wife is bound by the law as long as her husband liveth. But if her husband be dead, she is at liberty to be married to whom she will only in the Lord. Romans 7, 2 and 3. For the woman which hath an husband is bound by the law to her husband so long as he liveth. But if the husband be dead, she is loosed from the law of her husband so then, if while her husband liveth, she be married to another man, she shall be called an adulteress. But if her husband be dead, she is free from that law, so that she is no adulteress, though she be married to another man. Let's look at Mark chapter 10 for a moment. Concerning divorce, Jesus said, for the hardness of your heart, Moses wrote you this precept. But from the beginning of the creation, God made them male and female. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife. And they twain shall be one flesh, so then they are no more twain, but one flesh. How do they become one flesh? Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 6. He is warning the men about having sex with an harlot. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, Paul says, starting at verse 15. Know ye not that your bodies are the members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them the members of an harlot? God forbid. 
What, know ye not that he which is joined to an harlot is one body? For two, saith he, shall be one flesh. Flee fornication, every sin that a man doeth is without the body. But he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. Fornication is a sin that differs from every other sin. It's a sin against your own body. And at the time of sexual intercourse, you become one with that person, even if she's a prostitute, says Paul. Now back to Mark 10, verse 8. Jesus says, And they twain shall be one flesh. So then they are no more twain, but one flesh. What therefore God hath joined together, let not man put asunder. God joined them together at the time of sexual intercourse. Now how are you going to separate one flesh? Not by a divorce paper. And then Jesus said, Whosoever shall put away his wife and marry another committeth adultery against her. And if a woman shall put away her husband and be married to another, she committeth adultery. All of these scriptures are doctrines of Christ. The doctrine of Christ is the New Testament Bible. You bless yourself greatly when you choose to follow the instructions given by God in the New Testament Bible. When you compare one scripture with the other on the subject at hand. 2 Timothy 3, verse 16-17 All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. If you attend a church, be alert to comparing the doctrine you hear at that church with the scriptures. Compare scripture with scripture to get your doctrine. And if something is wrong at your church group with that which your pastor is speaking, you will be able to recognize that it is wrong if you know the New Testament Bible. And we at the judgment seat of Christ are going to be judged by the New Testament Bible, not by the doctrines set up at the churches, unless those doctrines coincide with the doctrines of the New Testament Bible. So just start reading Matthew and read all the way through Revelation, and when you finish that, go back and start at Matthew. Pray for God to give you wisdom. That's so important that you read it with spiritual eyes and compare scripture with scripture.
by asking God to show you the truth and follow the scripture that is given by the Holy Spirit. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.